0: I'm Darius, this is the Heart to Mouth Podcast, and you are listening to episode 96. It's 96 consecutive days in a row. I've been podcasting almost at 100, and I think I I might've just made a breakthrough about the format of this podcast. I think what I gotta start with every single podcast is this, on today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about when, Not to share your stories. Waiting for your parents to die. And how to sound less fake on podcast. How's that sound? Ready, set, go. That's what I want to incorporate. I think I'm going to put it like a three points of what you're going to hear on this podcast to encourage people to keep listening. What do you think? You think it's got legs? I think it's got legs. Let's try it out. Point number one, when not to share your story. Yesterday, I had a breakthrough. Yes, I know I have lots of breakthroughs. That's just how I roll. Why wouldn't you want to have lots of breakthroughs? Why are you judging me? Why am I making a fight up with somebody out there that's maybe not judging me? Maybe it's just love. Okay, back to this. Point number one, when not to share your story. I learned something yesterday. I shared a story. It wasn't on a podcast, it was on medium.com. I used to write on Medium a lot, almost every day. And then I stopped. So anyways, the point is, I shared a story yesterday, entitled, Every Dyslexic Kid's Nightmare. And it was about my story of how hard it is for me to write, because I'm dyslexic, but I didn't know until I was 30 and I got diagnosed. And how sometimes I even struggle to spell my own name. The the letters get all jumbled up. And how much I still love writing. And how words used to be the enemy, but they're no longer the enemy. I've grown to like and respect and love them. I'm actually a huge lover of words. But here's the thing. I had a terrible relationship with words, so that caused me... To let go of words and find something else to connect to because words would go through my head and i would imagine a normal head would have like a spider web where the words would get stuck the words would just go straight through i could never remember how to spell them and 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 use them even sometimes and going up to a whiteboard was the scariest thing in the world for me but then here i am telling you how much I love going to this white screen every morning and taking a deep breath in and asking myself what's what's real, what do I feel and then trying to find a way to pull it from my heart and out my arms, my fingers, onto the keyboard or onto the screen without my head getting in the way and that's a whiteboard that I'm writing on that I love and I just thought it was interesting that a dyslexic kid hated that experience and an adult with dyslexia marvels in it and, and is so grateful for it, even though it's really hard for me. So that was the story. What I, I didn't communicate it like that at all, not even close, and it upset my mom. And That's not the point. I had a conversation with her around it because she was oblivious to it and that's also not the point the point was her being upset illuminated something for me you don't want to share stories there's three types of stories someone told me this her name was stacy she was a hard shot i i did two weeks ago this incredible woman she dropped this knowledge on me around every story has three versions the victim story you know and these are more like not every story it's like heart stories your victim story that terrible thing that happened to you that caused you great pain the hero story the story of the terrible thing that happened to you and the way you figured out how to overcome it and be your hero And then a third story called the divine story. And the divine story is a story of something terrible happening to you, you figuring out how to be your own hero. And then you seeing the hand of the divine in this whole thing, that you were always meant to go through that thing because one day you would figure out a way out and you would teach others to be their own heroes very different perspective on that same story. All three stories are true. I think I've been sharing too many victim stories. Stories that don't inspire. Stories that you might want to tell a professional or a close friend. You might want to go to a poetry slam because there's more empathy in those type of spaces for that. You might want to write a book. I'm not saying don't share it, but they're, the impact I'm trying to create to inspire people, that's not where you're going to get from the victim story. It's like watching a movie halfway through and stopping. Sometimes I think I share the hero story too. I, th- I think I share that a lot. And it's about me and understand me. I am the hero and I need you to understand me. But the divine story, you need to give it space. There needs to be healing within yourself to tell that story. That story will inspire millions if told authentically. So when not to tell your story, in my opinion, is the victim story. Tell that story to a therapist someone that's trained in healing to a close friend that loves you and it's judgment-free and holds space for you but as a professional anything speaker author podcaster that story is not going to inspire people sometimes we got to tell those stories so i feel bad saying that sometimes but sometimes you got to give it some space to see the bigger picture That was a big realization for me in my writing, in my podcasting. The impact I'm seeking, I will get through sharing the divine story. And remembering that you are the hero. And I might have some some wisdom for you on this path if I'm a couple of steps ahead. To give you the code to bring down the barrier so you can go on to the other side of that limiting belief. I got to remember, it's about you. Second thing I want to talk to you about is waiting for your parents to die. What am I talking about here? One, I love my parents. I'm not waiting for them to die. Two, I love my parents. If they're listening, I love you guys. You guys have done so much for me. Nobody is perfect. But I'm sitting in the divine story and I see that I picked you guys as my parents. So I can learn these things from you. So I honor and respect you. And I know you did the best you can. And I know I am exactly where I need to be. So now that we got that out of the way. I was listening to this radio show on CBC. And there's an author who waited 22 years before he wrote the memoirs of his father who was a famous organist. And the reporter asked, why did you wait 22 years? And he said, I had to wait till my, not only my dad was dead, but my mom was dead. Because I didn't want to upset them. And so the, the host said, There's a, it reminds me of a Japanese proverb that says, a boy can only become a man once his father dies. I was like, holy shit, how many people are waiting to tell their stories, to sing their souls? They're waiting so their parents die so they don't disappoint them. They're waiting because they're still in the shadows of their makers. And I get it. That thought's gone through my head too that like, oh, I'll finally share the way I want to share when they pass. Who the fuck knows when that will be, one? Who are you doing a service to by holding your truth in, two? And three, maybe, just maybe that thing you're scared to share is actually an opportunity for your mom or your dad to do some healing of their own. By being lovingly triggered. Maybe they never had a chance to talk about those things. And you sharing your truth will create that tough conversation. Maybe. Point number three. How's it going? Are you guys liking these three things I want to talk about? This feels like the podcast is longer but maybe more substantive. The last thing I want to talk about is how to sound more sorry how to sound less fake on a podcast i don't know if i'm doing a good job of it you never really know here's what i discovered yesterday during my silly silly experiment with my partner sitting in the car felt so weird felt so silly felt like a total vulnerability hangover vho. like what a stupid podcast then i realized this is my magic my magic is i do all the stupid things and fail faster than everybody else because that podcast taught me sitting in the car with her because i've become spoiled about podcasting on my own having nobody to bounce ideas or give me any type of feedback really when i tried to do the intro i'm like this is our heart to mouth podcast and i'm very Basher." i'm like it feels weird because just having her in the car i'm like why don't i just say it more naturally So my last point is that if we spoke like we were speaking to real people whether it's in an email marketing campaign or in our videos or in our podcast i think things would be better i am 100 talking to myself right now i get it and i need that reminder speak like you're human and you're talking to other humans that's the shit that's gonna connect because people are like this is real it's not like you're my podcast voice and then my video voice we all have these fake voices and and i'm working on it and i want to work on it for myself and teach other people it's actually easier for me to teach other people i'm like that just felt weird i didn't feel you at all but it's sometimes hard to feel yourself if you catch what i'm saying but yes, talk like you're a human and they're a human, and there's no mics. It's simple, but not easy. That's episode 96 of the Heart to Mouth podcast. Thank you for listening, each and every one of you. Thank you for dealing with my shenanigans. I love you. Yeah, you. No, seriously, I. Love you. How's that feel? Does it feel weird? It's okay if it feels weird. It's still true. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.